0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. SEN test cricket for tyre power. Get the power for your family with a free five-tire safety check. Tirepower.com.au. Stumps day three. It's a horrible night here at Lord's. Adam <laughs> Collins, Brut, Sunder Play stopped early when Australia were 2 for 130 in their second innings. Usman Khawaja batting serenely. 58 not out. Smiths with him. Labashane and Warner have been and gone. But the leads are already up to 221 because england capitulated all out for 325 the scorecard won't tell the full story but six for 47 this morning they had a chance to drive australia into the dirt yesterday and blew it had another one this morning blew it again australia
1: outstanding with the ball however england just nowhere at the moment that's what surprises me the fact that they went hard at australia and lost a few wickets last evening well okay that's that's their plan that's what they're going to do but they had the whole night to think about it And they still come out and start playing the shots that they did. All right, Ben Stokes was removed by a beautiful delivery from Mitchell Stark. Bent his back on a pitch, which was benign. He got the ball to jump on Ben Stokes, who was squared up. He kept getting squared up even last evening. And Cam Green takes a great catch. But the rest, the fact that they continued playing the way they did, the manic style that they were playing in, uh, made no sense to me, and, and this is where I ask a question of basketball. We spoke about this off-air. If you're saying that, like, we play, we allow our players to play with freedom, why is the overall nature of it? Does why does it feel so rigid? Yeah, where exactly. you, once you decide to go hard, you have to go hard. It's, it's like this, this distinction between. Positive, enterprising cricket and
0: reckless, ridiculous cricket. And we saw that a number of times this morning. Most notably, Harry Brook, who gets to 50, does it tough in the first half an hour. Stark's spell was outstanding. And Cummins bowling from the right end, in my view, the pavilion end. So much pressure being built up. Brook actually gets through that. Wall one on the helmet, but he's there on the other side. Gets to raise the bat. And on that score, backs away and slaps a catch to cover. I heard Jeetan Patel speaking before saying, well, what else do you expect him to do? That's the best shot. I'm like, what? how? How is that the best shot? It feels like there's this dogmatic attitude to the way they're playing. When I said in the intro, they're nowhere. I don't mean they're nowhere as a cricket team. I mean their plans seemingly leave them left with plan A, plan A, or plan A, and thus they found themselves so far behind, even though Nathan Lyon can't bowl again
1: in a test match, in all probability can't bowl again in the series. What would you do if the opposition has lost that one bowler, their stock bowler, was going to bowl a lot of overs, and with the third test so close, you would get their fast bowlers to bowl more overs. What did England do? They just uh, let Australia bowl them out yeah. within 74 overs, uh, which means that the Australian bowlers will be really fresh for whatever target they have to defend in the fourth innings, and maybe stay fresh for that third test, whereas it's the English bowlers who keep getting taken for granted. If you don't get enough of a break between innings, uh, and it's, it's, it is an ageing bowling attack, and the pitches offered them nothing, uh, it's no surprises that once again in extremely bowling-friendly conditions, Australia batted well, England bowled decently well, they beat the bat quite a bit, but Australia were allowed to just uh, survive that spell, and tomorrow the weather's supposed to be good, so Australia are on top despite... Uh, at various stages, the conditions and the half chances having gone England's way. Pretty good partnership between Kawaja and Warner. Had to do it
0: tough. The ball was moving around, lots of swing. Not so much off that surface, but uh, with Anderson abroad, the old stages. Anderson actually had Bearstow up to the stumps quite a bit. I doubt it's been, well, I doubt it's ever happened to him at Lords before, given his uh, modus operandi is finding the outside edge that Bearstow so would be up. But such was the nature of the day bowling from the nursery end, where there's been precious little in the surface from the get go. Uh, and as for Kawaja, mentioned he's batted serenely so far. What are we up to now, 750 balls in the series or something like that? And he batted with more gusto today as well. He was the one doing more of the scoring, whereas Warner found it tough. 63-run stand proved really important to steady things down again.
1: And the rain came at the right time for Australia. I mean, Steve Smith got in there. They had a very leg side feel. He got away a couple of boundaries. Uh, But having said that, it was becoming more and more difficult. But I feel like I'm back in my heavy metal band days when I was a vocalist. My hair's flying all over the place. It was just the weather. Um, And, uh, you know, so it it came at the right time. The light was not very great. The ball was still doing a little bit. Maybe they would have gone to Ollie Robinson and Josh Tung, who bowled really impressively yet again. Uh, So Australia would not mind that break at all, 224 runs, just come out there, and again if you are Pat Cummins, it's not a very difficult decision, you don't really have to worry about how many overs do I need to bowl them out or what target to set them, because they'll go anywhere, and yeah. Patel just said all we're focused on is bringing the crowds in, whatever target we have to chase, we'll chase it down, if that's the case, Australia can you don't have to dangle a carrot, they'll go yeah. you don't have to dangle anything, they'll just go for whatever right? Well, so, if they're on the record saying they won't draw a game so if they leave themselves only one
0: day to bowl let's call it 100 overs to bowl towards the end of day four and into day five. In all probability, they won't exhaust their bowlers and England will have a pop anyway. So either way, it's a good outcome for Australia from here, especially if Khawaja can bat through the first session tomorrow and post yet another test entry. We better say goodbye because your hair's all over the place. Uh, Our post-game show is for tyre power. Four for three on Toyo passenger and SUV tyres. Adam Collins brought some duration. Good night from Lords. Stark. Away from us at the nursery end, in here, delivers to Stokes. His first ball. It's taken it a gully, Squared up, leading edge. Great catch from Cameron Green to his right. Stark strikes second ball. Stokes dismissed for 17, his first ball of the day. What a massive moment this could be on morning three. England lose the wicket second ball they're five for 279 super stuff from mitchell Left to
2: the tank for these bowlers as well have any bowled six overs this morning and brooke goes for a slap and is caught he's caught by cummins he went to slap it over extra cover and he's picked out the man he didn't time it it's a horrible shot it's another england wicket to a very questionable shot looking to go over extra cover He's trying to hit the short ball into the gaps. He couldn't get enough on it. And he's dollied the easiest little looping catch to Cummins. And Australia have got both overnight batters out. And they are on top here. England 6 for 293. Hazelwood Bowles. Chipped to
0: mid-on. Bearstow gives the easiest of catches to Pat Cummins. He cannot believe it. Johnny Bairstow joins the list of soft dismissals for England. 7 for 311. Hazelwood gets himself in the book. Dear me, England had the chance to drive home the advantage a couple of times in their first innings. Bowling here his head and stumped. Straight away. might have been an edge, my apologies. Head gets the wicket. Robinson dancing. He was miles out of his crease. Wasn't in the same postcode. Made his mind up he was going to charge head first ball. Add it to the list. England have blown any chance. Of pressing home the advantage, they have done this to themselves. Robinson, as we watch the replay here for tire power, thick edge. Carey takes it on the chest. He could have stumped him as well. They're eight for three hundred and twenty-four. Robinson gone for nine. So it'll be two reds to begin. Impact in line with middle stump, and it is hitting leg stump. Head's got two in and over. As Cummins arrives and bowls, hit to a tongue short again. Up to short leg. That's it. Cummins gets the last wicket. Tongue went back in the crease off the shoulder of the bat bobbled in the air an easy catch from Arnas Labashane in England have batted abysmally from the time that Nathan Lyon went off yesterday at one for 182 they were doing as they pleased but a brain explosion yesterday an inability to wait to show any degree of patience and following on in that vein this morning albeit against some very disciplined Australian bowling has seen them dismissed 91 runs short Of Australia's first innings of 416, England all out 325. Tongue, the last man to go for one. Anderson, the not out man, zero not out, Jeremy Coney. Well,
2: what a good session for Australia.
0: Man, they've turned this game around this morning
2: in what are reasonably benign conditions, Mm. you'd have to say, with an old ball um, and the pitch not playing too many tricks. But it's the short ball again. How many wickets went to that short ball? You just have a look through and tell me, uh, uh, Adam, as well, because it's a lot. I would say five, mm. six, to the short ball.
0: I reckon it. I reckon it's, it's six, but we'll get confirmation from Longhi yeah, as we go. Well, so.
2: c- certainly, Pope, Root, Duckett, and and, and Brook that we've seen. Yeah. And then that last one um, with Tongue. There may have been another one as well. So. That's five or six. So, as I say, Australia have found a way. It's a Warner who's hit on the pad. That's very close. And he's out. Oh, he's gone straight out. David Warner says it's not out. And immediately sends it upstairs. It's close. It is out. It is out.
3: Gets him twice in the match yep. with a very similar delivery, taking out leg stump both occasions. And probably,
2: almost certainly, for the last time in Test cricket, David Warner
0: will leave Lord's. Brought up, bowls to Khawaja on 49, full toss, and he strikes it down the ground for four. Puts it away, easy as you like, up the slope towards the pavilion, and Usman Khawaja, who was the match winner last week at Edgbison for Australia, putting in another shift. <laughs> <laughs> and that's cut and straight to backward point. Marnas Labashain is out to a filthy shot and a
2: filthy delivery. He should have been out a couple of overs earlier but it's not Broad who's got his man. It's Anderson with a drag down outside the off offstop. A casual cut in the air. And the ball is taken comfortably by Brook. A roundabout head height. Australia lose their second wicket. A breakthrough that England wonder would ever happen. Labashain's rather... Unproductive Ashes
1: continues, it goes for 30, Australia 2 for 1-2-3. Mitch Stark, thank you for being Tesco. It was a pretty good day for you guys from where the match situation was and how it played out yesterday.
4: Yeah, well, I think it was, you know, uh, adjusting our sort of our plan of attack or our, our lengths as well on a wicket that was pretty slow and uh, inconsistent in speed. Uh, you know, you get a couple of wickets on the bounce there at the end of yesterday and then, Bring a little bit of momentum <coughs> into play to get some some early wickets, which um, we knew were going to be key to uh, sort of stem the flow of runs. But obviously, they've got a, a bit of a longer tail with, with no mowing. So, um, yeah, a, a very handy morning to. To give give us a nice lead, and then um, you know our batters went away, about business really well to, to build on that lead.
1: Uh, and just coming back to that early, the early wickets you needed, like you know Nathan's on the, on the balcony. Um, you have you running with the ball. And there was all this talk about the short pitch play yesterday, but it wasn't the short ball that got Ben Stokes jumped on him. So just on that delivery.
4: Um. Oh well, yeah, I've put enough balls in the right area, I guess. But um, he's probably one of the guys that. that didn't look to take on the short ball as much Um, whereas other guys were a bit more aggressive which which in turn we we changed the field a bit to to try and create those chances. So, um, yeah, for, for Ben, it was a bit more of trying to challenge the defence and, and see if there's any any movement off the slope or, or um, with the ball. So, um, yeah, nice to get that one. Obviously, a fantastic catch from Greeny as well. And so, I think um, he'll be in the gully for life, I think. <laughs> he covers the gully
1: and three slippery. Like, all of that He's put together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, in, in just a like this is your first experience of uh, facing this England, like basketball and um after some point last evening they just went like you know, hell for leather like they do. What was that experience like and uh, just to counter that and just stick to what you want to do like you guys have always spoken.
4: Yeah it was just you know sort of I guess you could say it was sort of thinking outside the box in terms of um, some of the fields we placed but also just ways to create chances. Um, we know they're going to be aggressive uh, we feel like that's going to keep us in the game because you know they, they want to score runs they want to hit boundaries um, I it, think it's taking a, the whole thought of economy and the rest of it out of it, which has mm. you know, never been a, a bother for me. It's it's more about for me, I think more of the you know, chances of taking wickets or um, you know, modes of dismissal. So yeah, for us it was sort of take that out of the, the equation, not, not worry about um, what the, the scoreboard is doing in a way, and more thinking look, we're in the game than playing those shots and. and yeah, they might score quicker, but if we create those chances and they hang on to them, we, we find ourselves you know, 90 in front uh, and batting again, which is, is where we want to be.
1: Yeah, and throughout this test, it's felt like the conditions have suited England in the sense on day one, it was bowling-friendly, yesterday was batting-friendly, today was bowling-friendly. So how important was the opening partnership and just another Osman Khawaja innings uh, in those conditions to keep you in the game and with especially good weather coming around?
4: Yeah, they've been fantastic. Um, I think, you know... Uh, a whole lineup at batters have been fantastic to, to keep going about it the way they they've planned to or hmm. want to, um, and really stuck to their plans and, and focused in on you know getting through those tough spells, which again uh, you know Davian was he did today and. Yeah. And then, um, you know, you sort of build on that lead. So Steve was phenomenal in the first innings and just went about business he wants the way he wants to and the way he does. Um, and guys have sort of built, built innings around that. And, and again, today it was, it was he who got through those tough periods and, and um, you know, really built an in innings and built on our lead, which is you know, what he's done so well for, for a few years now. Uh,
1: and just finally, uh, um, Nathan is unlikely to bowl in second in innings for sure. Um, uh, just word on Nathan, like, you know, he was really close to him. And I had Pat Cummins practicing his off breaks this morning, surely not, right?
4: <laughs> if you guys are reading into that, like, like Mitch Marsh marking his runner. Um, no, look, I think we saw Trav play a bit of a role there. Obviously, he's, um, he's done that in test matches before for us. So, yeah, it looks like Nathan's, you know, obviously not going to take too much more part, if any, in this test match, which is, um, you know, disappointing for him. but I think speaks to, to how how you know important he is to us and how how much cricket is played back to back. You know, 100 Test matches in a row I means has been pretty robust in, in you know getting through games and, and um, being in condition that he can be to, to play that much cricket. So yeah, it'll be a big loss. You know, nearly 500 Test wickets. Um, but I think he'll be come back from this and um, no no doubt be you know, better and stronger and, and um, take plenty more wickets.
1: Well, today and go well yeah. tomorrow.
4: Thanks very much, Pete. While we still got you, um, there was some news that was
3: on the uh, Australian website, your website, mm. a couple of hours ago about Alan Border. Yeah, there was some news, and it's, it's quite sobering actually that um, Alan Border has, has revealed to the world that he's got Parkinson's. Um, um, private man, he had, he was diagnosed six seven years ago. He's kept it to himself ever since, uh, but done a brave thing that people in public eyes do and sort of talked about their medical conditions to Steve Crawley. I think it's in the Weekend Australian magazine. Anderson, wider of the crease, the Lava Shane, inside part of the Bat to mid-wicket, no run. It's in the Weekend Australian anyway, this weekend. Um, And it's quite a moving piece, really. I mean, is there a person in cricket who doesn't love Alan Border? You know, it's such a such a Wonderful captain, such an iconic presence in the game, and, and, but still a private man. And, and I, sort of, I really admire people when they can't stand up and say, Listen, I'm struggling here, um, and let people in on their story like he has. Anderson in, over number 11 for him, full to lava Shame pushing the point, no run. You know, because people's people's medical conditions are, are the most private, oh, sort of parts right. of their lives, aren't they? There's a lot of people going through similar to what AB is. He sort of says he might get to 80, but he's, he's, he doesn't reckon he's going to raise the bat on 100 now. He's 72. He's, you, you can see, you know, he's battled a little bit recently with his TV work, but he's still a great commentator. Mm-hmm. Critical to, to mm-hmm. Fox Cricket. I think, was it Crash that did the interview? The special. They, they did a yeah. documentary on him, Mark. So they changed the field Over with Baersto up to the stumps for Anderson again to keep Labashane
0: in his crease. Ooh. He plays from the crease, out to point, wants one, won't get one. That did rear up off a length though, hit the
3: shoulder of the blade. Yep. And you saw Bearstow cringe as it came through because Bearstow's up to the stumps there. Could be wearing one in his grill if he's not careful. I suppose the other part of this,
0: Pete, is that when high profile, well-regarded people like A B speak about their medical conditions, it can raise
3: awareness for yeah. that's what, testing and, and the like. Yeah. Yep, that's what I'm saying. I mean you you look at the examples that you know that the cricket set with Ruth Strauss and Straussy mm. being so brave and open about that. Equally with Glenn McGrath, the tragedy that hit their family and turning it into a positive thing. Anderson, nursery end. Lava Shane waiting for him and he defends with the back foot. Not quite full enough there. Um, uh, I'm just marvel- I'm actually marveling like at Johnny Besto there. He uh, yes, could,
1: could get himself into trouble keeping up like that, even for Anderson. Uh, just to add on. to that, uh, you know, it's also, you know, Alan Border has been a role model. For so many generations of Australians, just yeah. Australian cricket fans, it's it's a it's almost sobering, but it's good to know that even it's, it's that's the human body, you're palatable. Right? Everybody is, so it just brings everyone back to reality.